This podcast is brought to you by ChasingRoos.com, the online store for international rugby league fans. What is up, Kangaroo Chasers? It's me, Michael Carboni. If you've been around for a while, you can call me Carbs. And if you've been around for a really long while, I'm talking four years or so as a listener of this podcast, an OG Kangaroo Chaser, then you know all about the happenings of Greek Rugby League, the trials, the tribulations, the trouble. What a journey it's been. Uh, We first spoke about it on episode three of the Chasing Kangaroos podcast. It was very different then. I had different co-hosts and we didn't know what we were doing at the time, but we uncovered this story about Greek Rugby League. And if you haven't heard it, well, I'll shed a little bit of light because I know we've got a whole lot of a bunch of new listeners in recent times and of course you know many of you haven't been around since episode three we're up to episode like 150 something i don't know i've lost count it'll be in the it'll be in the uh in the title of this episode i'll work it out eventually but greek the the good news is coming out of the last couple of days is that rugby league has been recognized by the greek government as an official sport Now, that's a big deal normally. You know, we've seen it happen in places like the Philippines recently and many others. Um, And the big deal usually is that some governments do not recognise rugby league as a sport that is separate to rugby, for example, rugby union. And there's always issues in terms of funding and things like that. Um, But that that wasn't the case of Greece. Greece is a very different story. It's been almost a decade-long struggle in Greece. So, like I say, if you know, you know. If you know the history, you understand how big a deal this is and why it's so important and why it's so amazing. But if you're new to International Rugby League or new to this podcast, I'll fill you in on what's on, on the journey. So, basically, Rugby League in Greece began about a decade ago officially and the competition locally at the time in Greece was called the Hellenic uh, Rugby League Federation or something along those lines, Hellenic Rugby League. It was founded by a gentleman named Tarzos Panitsidis. And they had four or five clubs and things had started well. Um, but there were some allegations of this Tarzos bloke. Uh, some, some say he may have embezzled some funds. Some say some other things. I'm not going to say too much. I'm not sure exactly what happened there. But the clubs didn't like it. And they had a vote of no confidence. Um, and there was a gentleman named, uh, a referee at the time of the Hellenic Rugby League, George Stilianos, who's still around. He's now the president of Greek Rugby League and he's a good friend of the pod. Um, and I've known him because of the pod for about four years since we started, basically. Um, George was a referee at the time and he was voted by the clubs to start a new, to lead a new federation the Greek Rugby League Association. So as we often see in the rugby league world, there's a schism. There's the Hellenic Rugby League and the Greek Rugby League Association. Now, Tarzos obviously doesn't like this, um, but the issue he had was they didn't really have any players for the Hellenic Rugby League anymore. They were all in the Greek Rugby League Association. They still had four or five clubs, you know, Rhodes, Knights, Athens, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but 
Tarzos was in the Greek sports ministry of sport and used his power to flex in the Greek Rugby League Association. He basically used his influence to make Hellenic Rugby League or make the sport of Rugby League a part of the Greek pentathlon. Now, pentathlon is a mixture of many sports, I guess, put together. I'm sure you all know what a pentathlon is. So he basically con- convinced the Ministry of Sport that Rugby League should be part of pentathlon and it was became the case. So the sport of pentathlon basically ran Rugby League in Greece according to the law, the government law. And what they did was effectively ban Rugby League from being played, didn't allow them to play in any any stadiums, grounds, fields, anything like that. So Rugby League, unless played, run by the pentathlon and played as part of the Hellenic Rugby League, was banned in, in Greece. Big problem for the Greek Rugby League Association, you would think. But they still had all the players. They still had all the power. People power, that is. And somehow Rugby League still grew in Greece over this time via the Greek Rugby League Association. They grew to about eight clubs at one point. I think they still have close to that, um, COVID permitting. There's been some issues and they've only recently gotten back to the field. But they grew and they pretty much grew in secret because, as I say, they weren't allowed to play games. There was one very famous game. It's actually a world record. Um, It was between a Greek club and a Serbian club in the Balkan Super League. The match wasn't allowed to be, wasn't kicked off until after midnight. The final siren didn't sound until 1.45 in the morning. It's a world record for the latest rugby league game ever played. They were forced to do this because if, if the cops found out, games would be shut down. People, games were stopped early. People questioned by police, people fined. There was all sorts of issues and they, they struggled for, for a long period of time. There were points with the Greek Rugby League Association where they weren't allowed to, the players weren't allowed to take photos of games and post them on social media. There were international games between Greece and other nations, which basically they would publicly announce that the game would be played on a different date to the game it was actually scheduled, just to avoid scrutiny and to avoid to throw the cops off, I suppose. There were times when cl- uh, na- the Greek national side would play another nation and the players were not told about the location of the ground. They were put on a bus and taken to the game and they'd play the game. This was a kind of secrecy that the Greek Rugby League Association had to play under for many years. And somehow Greece still made the World Cup. It's actually a massive feat. You know, they made the World Cup despite not being recognised as an official sport in their country. Um, Hellenic Rugby League pretty much died. Uh, They had no players. Uh, They played a few international games, uh, basically relying on rugby union players. Got absolutely shellacked in all of those games. This was very early on in the piece. Um, and Hellenic Rugby League had no domestic games for a long period of time. They basically, Tarzos basically started what is known as World Rugby League, which was an attempt to, I guess, get his own back at International Rugby League. And I won't go too much into that, but Google it, look it up. It's interesting, but yeah, a crock of shit in my opinion as well. But that's the story. And 10 years on, 
after so much heartache, many court cases and a lot of secrecy, uh, the Greek Rugby League Association can now be official. <laughs> They've now been recognised as a sport in native Greece. And it's a huge, huge cause for celebration for our sport, especially in the lead up to their very first Rugby League World Cup. And today I just wanted to tell you guys about that. Some of you, as I said, may know. And if you didn't know, well, now you do know. So I wanted to jump on quickly, talk about that, celebrate with you guys. And yeah, thanks for chasing kangaroos with me. And congrats to Greece. <laughs>